What up? Welcome to the biggest podcast ever. Ever. This podcast was so big, we had to split this whole into two parts. But starting off, we got the Raptors in the play-in against the Chicago Bulls. How are you feeling about the DeMar DeRozan revenge series? The uh, Our friend David having to split his loyalty series. Bro, if David cheers at all for Chicago in, the, in this... Well, it's not really a series, it's just one game. But True, yeah, <laughs> you're right. For, for Chicago in this game, I'll be I'll be inconsolable, man. <laughs> um, no, I think he already said he's gonna. He's hard on the Raptors. Yeah, um, Raptors give me a hard on, is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> um, I feel like we got pretty blessed to get Chicago. When there was like some talks that we could have been facing Miami or Atlanta... Well, I mean, we're going to have to face one of those teams later. But um, it's Chicago, I feel like, is uh, we're pretty favored. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just a one game. Uh, it, yeah. it can really go any any which way. Uh, I do think that the Chicago top-end talent is a little bit better. We're just deeper than they are. I mean, it gets pretty it gets pretty rough for them once you get past their top four or five players. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it should be it should be a really fun game. Uh, a lot of memories being brought up with DeRozan playing in a high leverage game against the Raptors. I'm hoping that he's in prime DeRozan Raptors <laughs> form in a high leverage game where you know a nice little two a nice little two for fifteen from the field would be so nice for him. <laughs> Love to see that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I feel like we match up pretty well with them. Uh, it's nice to have. Uh, an important game where we have the best player in the series. Uh, I feel like that's going to be the only time in this postseason that that happens. I do not know if we have the best player, but I, I think mm, I think it's pretty close. Really, I feel yeah. like I feel like Pascal is pretty much a league above Demar. But um, yeah, regardless, like you said, they're top. Like there's like Zach Levine's so much better than Fred, um, yeah. which makes it really tough. Vucevic is is better than OG. OG. Uh, but then after that, it's like. Caruso might be their next best player. Right, Scotty might be yeah. might be as good. Um, yeah, and then like Trent is better than Kobe White. And, yeah, come on. Uh, so yeah, you, you you summed it up pretty well in that it's uh, we we got the depth, they got the uh, they got the higher end talent, but we're home, right? We we're, we're the ninth seed. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. It's gonna be in the Scosche. Mm, that's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, that's is that be. on Wednesday? Uh no, that's tomorrow night. Oh, tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's uh, I I think we play our game. No, it's not tomorrow night. I think you're right. I think it is Wednesday. I know the Lakers play tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's I think it's both the seven eights tomorrow. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It okay. is Wednesday. That would actually make sense that they would earn themselves more rest. Um, yeah. By getting the higher seed. Yeah. Yeah, I think um. The thing you kind of gotta hope that Miami can take care of business uh, against Atlanta because I really wouldn't want to see them in that second game. Right. I think that's uh, that's the nightmare scenario for us is we play well enough to beat Chicago and get a bit of hope <laughs> just for it to get dashed by having to play Miami in game two. Um, well, in the history of the plan, every single year that the plan has existed, one of the nine tenths have jumped up to make the playoffs. So that's at least a little bit promising for us. Yeah, it is. It is. And, uh, like, a game against Atlanta would be really fun for us. Uh, I, I, feel yeah. like, I feel like we could we could win that game. It's it's one of those games, I find with Atlanta, it's kind of just how efficient is Trey Young on that night. 
And, like, I feel like our defense has, like, no bearing on that. He either well, gets hot or he doesn't get hot. And that's, like, the entire game, it feels like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, we're probably worse than both Miami and Atlanta. But Miami is, like, I imagine that they're just a safer bet in general. They feel like they're, like, a more steady team. While um, Atlanta, like, they could, like, destroy any one of uh, these teams that we're talking about. Um, but they could also, like, get destroyed by any of them. They're, like... They're so rocky. Like, they have, like, probably the most talent of any of these four teams. Um, but they also are just, like, one of the biggest shit shows of any of these four teams. Feels a lot Definitely like... Definitely the biggest shit show, actually. Feels a lot like the Clippers last year in the play-in. <laughs> right. Where, like, they were, like, super talented, but it's, like... I still had no faith in them, cause, just because of the way the season had gone for them up to that point. Yeah. Yeah, and, and look how that worked out for them. They didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, but they didn't have Kawhi, and Paul George was only was only back for like a week before that. But yeah, you yeah. are right. It is like basically the same kind of thing. Um, and yeah, that off the court stuff I think matters. Like, like well, okay, I was gonna say like their coach feels like he's out the door, but so does ours. So well, no, their coach is, they have a new coach in. Who, oh right, who, yeah, they, they have, have Snyder. Snyder. Yeah, they have Snyder now. So I do think that they uh, oh, yeah, have a I bit of a coaching advantage with Nick Nurse. Has his eyes on other endeavors right now, which is tough. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he said as much that his focus isn't completely on this playoff run, which is pretty yeah. Pretty like going in, to going hear. into the playoffs, he says that it's pretty disappointing as a Raptors fan and somebody who likes Nick Nurse. But uh, I mean, to touch like to expand that topic, I guess uh, I do not want to see Nick Nurse on that bench next year. I oh, want him really? gone. I want him off the team. Uh, for a number of things, I was even kind of feeling that way before he made those comments, just because I feel like you, you, after a few years, like the voice in the locker room starts to get a little tired. You need to bring somebody new in. I I don't think coaches are meant to be on a team for more than five or six years, unless they're like a really like hall of fame level coach. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just like, I like changing a bit of stuff up in your organization and we're an organization that's been kind of stagnant for a few years like yeah. we won our championship and then we kind of rested on our laurels and like i want to stop resting i want to do something go in some direction that isn't just being made that's the phrase laurels resting on your laurels yeah okay i think so who knows maybe yeah, i made me myself look that like sounds right i've never just I, ne- I never heard it said so clear i always thought it was honestly morals but that no, doesn't seem it, right <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I really like him. Um, so it's hard to, hard to say anything bad. Um, but yeah, like it, our players definitely seem to like Masai way more than they like Nick. Um, even like, uh, Fred was talking, he was on, uh, he was on Taylor Rooks, um, interview the other day and he was talking about like, yeah, if he has a problem, he'll just like go talk to Masai about it. And they have like very good open relationship. Like that obviously Pascal has a great one with Masai. So um, it, it does kind of seem that. I wonder if there is a little bit of like undermining if like the players are like, like Nick does something bad, almost like you uh, like you ask your mom like if you can have chips or something, and then they says no, and then you go and ask dad. I wonder if there's like kind of that going on with like uh, Nick and Masai, and maybe Nick feels like he's uh, being undermined. Um, but yeah, it, it is. It is just. It's just weird. Uh, all these coaching changes. Also, like the the Houston thing out of nowhere. Um, it's just a weird weird time for coaches right now. Yeah, I mean, Stephen Silas is never gonna get another job in the NBA, right? I don't know. Like, I like. What more could you have done with that team? Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, 
it is not that hard to win more than whatever 20 games that they won this season. I did not think he did a good job on that team. I think he let the players have a little bit too much free reign. And that might be an organizational thing too, but I thought he was a absolute dumpster fire of a coach the whole time he was there. Uh, which is tough. He's on he's on my short list of coaches where I'm like, is this guy even that good? Feel that way about um Willie Green in uh on uh, New Orleans. I do not right. think he's that good of a coach either. Like Chauncey Billups. Yeah. Yeah, Chauncey Billups. The thing with Chauncey Billups is it's like, I feel like he's not the guy to have on the team during the tank either. Like, right. I, he's kind of a bit of a pride coach, you know? It's how they got that win against Minnesota that was like <laughs> a high point of fucking Their neither season. team season. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I like, I like seeing Silas. I liked his interviews and stuff. He like... Uh, Seems to care. Like, when the Rockets were on that, like, two years ago, and they were on that insane losing streak, like, he was literally, like, crying, like, on some post-game interviews. Like, I don't know. He seemed like he cared more. But, um, I mean, like, the team sucks. Uh, the, the Like, the main problem on why they're trying to change their coach is that they don't have their pick next year. So, like, they, I think they're just going to try and, like, go big game hunting, or at least, like, try and do something this offseason. Um, I think Portland's actually in a similar way. that, But not, not for the same reason. Um, yeah. Not that they don't have their pick, but that um they're also going to try and make moves um but for a different reason but um yeah uh it's all weird uh i could easily see nick nurse um moving because obviously like those teams would love to have him um but i don't don't even know who who's like really good on that we could like who would you want to replace with an assistant coach or something um because Nick was an assistant. How, right? how do we that feel? How do we feel? Is Mike D'Antoni not still Ooh. still available out there? Uh, I, I could be down for Mike. Steve D'Antoni. Nash, bring him back up to Canada. You know, maybe right. he can come coach it for us. I've heard Emil Doka quite a bit, which I mean, like, sure. I don't know. By next year, his uh, suspensions. Well, suspensions actually only with the Boston Celtics. Right? Yeah, he could he could so coach he... anyone. He could coach us right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I, well, I would have to be certain that there would be no off the court. Issues. The one problem I have with Nick is like, why aren't we a better defense? Like, all of our players are good defenders. We should be a good defense, and we're just really like we're we're an okay defense like every year. Um, so if we can bring in a defensive minded coach that like could have a lot of upside. Um, but I don't know about Mike D'Antoni. We do. Uh, we really don't have that kind of personnel. No, we don't. You don't think Fred Van Fleet could be a Steve Nash, James Harden type? Yeah, it's, <laughs> if he is, but I don't. I don't know how much spacing you're gonna find on our team. Um, Bro, if Mike D'Antonio was our coach, Precious Uchua would never leave the corner. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, and honestly, he maybe he shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see with the way this Ross this team's roster looks next year. Uh, I think they got screwed over by a few things. The Raptors this year. Maybe we take Jason Kidd one for one. We just swap coaches. Yeah. Yeah, I would do that. I would do that because I, I, I feel like both teams could need could use a new voice. Yeah, just some. But I don't even know if Dallas like Dallas is so fucked. Dallas is just in such a bad spot, man. It seems like they're spiraling towards losing Luca, which would be so tragic for that organization. Well, Luca has said in, in recent interviews that um, he still isn't thinking about requesting a trade or nothing like that. Um, and what does he have? Two more years or three more years? Because if it's three, that's still, like, way a lot of wiggle room. And even though, like, they're yeah. pretty screwed in, like, what they can trade, like, next year they'll have an extra pick that they can trade, and then two years later they'll have another extra pick, and then you can do a pick swap in between. And, um, like, th- they do have more options, I feel like, than uh, it seems. Um, 
But yeah. Well, also, like, Mark Cuban is just being so weird right now. I don't know. Like, it feels like something's going on with him. Like, it honestly almost feels like he's, like, getting ready to sell the team. Even though, like, I really would highly doubt it. He's, like, the last person I would imagine was trying to sell their team. Yeah. But he's just saying, like, such weird things. Like, he was, um... He was talking about, uh, like, Luca, And they were like, is there any price you wouldn't pay? No, sorry. They're talking about Kyrie. And they're like, is there any price you wouldn't pay to re-sign him? And he was like, well, yeah, there's always a price. And it's like, what? Like, you just give him the max. Like, you traded for him to pay him. Like, you're not going to just let him walk. It's like a disaster if Kyrie walks. Yeah. Like, at the minimum, like, sign him. Wait till, like, the trade deadline and then trade him or whatever. Or, like, work at a signed trade or something. But I don't even think Kyrie would give them a signed trade. Maybe... Maybe, actually, because they can offer him the most money. Um, they have bird rights. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're just being weird. Uh, yeah, they, it's an organization that just every move they make, it's like, it seems to go wrong in some yeah. way. Like, the Porzingis trade obviously didn't work when they originally tried to put together like a second finessed. star. To try to put together a second star. Yeah, well, like, they kind of did, because they get Tim Hardaway Jr. He's, like, the second best player mm-hmm. in that trade, as along with Porzingis. And then that trade doesn't work out, and then them trading away Porzingis also doesn't work right. out. I feel like they got like no value off Literally. of that. Yeah, pretty much. Like Dinwiddie was never that good on that team. I guess he was nice to trade for Kyrie, but right. they wouldn't be in the situation to get Kyrie if they had just given Brunson. I don't know, like twenty million less than he ended up getting <laughs> on his next contract if they had just offered it to the him year six before. months, yeah, earlier, uh, which. Kind of made no sense why they didn't want to have that guy stick around with Luca. Like I feel like also I don't like know. if like there's a whole Luca needs more help. Like that doesn't mean like you can just let go of what you already have. Like if you're in a spot where you like need to bring more, you don't just let things walk. And like yeah, you might have to overpay a dude, but like do that before you let them walk. I just think almost always, unless it's like a you have a really like a team like hard competing for it and like. Like, if a team was off, they couldn't. But, like, if, like, some weird world where they are offering Brunson, like, $40 million, sure, you can let them lock. But, like, yeah. you almost got to pay any price to keep them. It's like when Indiana gave the offer sheet for Aiden. It's like, would right. I love to give Aiden that kind of money? Of course not. But, like, if they had been like, ah, oh, fuck it, we'll just let him go. That would have been, been so dumb. Honestly, yes. for both teams. Also, like, why were they trying to give Aiden, like, $15 million more than they're giving <laughs> yeah. Miles Turner, who, like, is, like, not that much worse of a center, yeah, if exactly. he's even worse than DeAndre Aiden? Yeah. I, I, that was a weird situation. That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, like, no team is worse right now, and for the future, than uh, Minnesota, but, um... Speaking of yeah, bad trades. Yeah, I mean, the Lakers are also, like, in not fantastic waters, but at least, like... At least they have AD for yeah. the foreseeable future. Yeah, and like honestly, this off season, like you re-sign Austin Reeves, you re-sign D'Lo, and you work from there. Yeah, they might lose Austin Reeves. It might be an Alex Caruso type thing where another team just values him more. But... I wouldn't lose him because of the Alex. Caruso right, exactly. Situation. Yeah, you learned your lesson. Um, the one thing that I love about that team is Vanderbilt is getting paid like $2 million next year. Oh, and that's wow. just guaranteed. That's He has a contract right. that he's going to get paid $2 million next year. And Vanderbilt getting paid like that <laughs> amount of money is it's a really ridiculous good. amount yeah. of value uh, for the dollar. Especially for a team like the Lakers where it seems like they never have value contracts outside True. of... Obviously, like LeBron and AD's contracts will always be valuable. But like yeah. it's just... 
they always seem to have players who are getting paid a little too much mm-hmm. or a little too short of a contract and not enough control. Because even after Vanderbilt's contract ends, they'll have him as an RFA. So they'll have control over him. Oh, that's right. I, I would try and hold on to him. Uh, I think like guys who have a high defensive motor like that are like pretty key if you mm-hmm. want to end up winning a championship. And given his age, like there's not a whole of, a lot of other people who are like relatively young on that team yeah. with control. But I think that is a good time to move on to our uh, playoff. Uh, oh, do you think primer. we're making the playoffs? Probably no. not, right? Yeah. No, I assume now. I hope we don't. I want a higher pick. Uh, rather than to get walked by Milwaukee in the first round. Uh, I'd rather just get some extra games over the odds. Because um, isn't it only like a 5% difference or something? Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a massive uh, difference, but I'd rather just have a slightly higher pick. We, like, we're 9. Best case scenario, we make 8 seed. So it's only it's it's very small difference. So, yeah. I'd rather just get um, four or five or maybe six extra games on the season, but yeah, I, I, I'm not too upset if we lose it. Yeah, it's honestly, this this Raptors season has been very, very sad, so. It's been okay. It's it, been, it's been bad. It's been bad. Yeah, I don't know, like, we don't have, like, much committal, like, like, Atlanta's had a bad season, I would say, but, like, we're, we're not really committing to anything, like, we're just in limbo. And um, and our record shows it. Yeah, I mean the thing, I I think if I had told you before the season that I thought the Raptors were going to go forty one and forty one and make the nine seed, you would be like you're being a bit of a downer on this team because I've been low on this team. Pretty only much all a little year. bit though. I would say like I could see it happening, I but mean, I think yeah. I think we're going to be better than that. I mean, before this season, I I was getting big pushback on saying that the Knicks had a better roster than us. <laughs> And I think well, that's a no question at this point. Uh, for sh- for sure, that's the Brunson diff. Um, also, Randall's like just better than I would have than Siakam. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, definitely not defensively. Um, I mean, no, but you don't like defense anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I like defense. We'll get to that when we get to MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I like the weird thing about that statement is I never would have thought New York would be this good. I would have thought I mean, they'd New be York where the is, Wizards are. New York is 47 and 35. That's like, that's where we thought we were going to be before this season. Like this, we have been extremely disappointing this year. I, yeah, I, we, it's, as a Raptors fan, it's tough. Just organizationally to have a year like this where, and it seemed like we wanted to push the chips in on bringing Pirtle in. And I think right. the, I think the players have given up. On the, on the dream of the Raptors, uh, of this core being good, uh, I just don't think they see it, and I think it's tough to push through when you don't have the buy-in from the players. Um, but we'll see. We'll see with the off season. Uh, I just think um, they knew that this season is over, and a lot of them are looking towards their contracts in the off season. Um, but I think they still like the team. Um, from everything I hear, it seems like um, they all get along and stuff. Um, which I, which is obviously really nice, um, but yeah, there's it has been a lot of the same. Like our team has, looks pretty much the exact same as it did two years ago, which um, that's pretty much a, that's kind of a problem if you're mid. Like obviously it's great if you're a good team, but um, yeah, it's just been a weird season. It's been a bad season. We have we've been bad this year. 
We are an unserious basketball team. But if you told me we were a uh, we were a second round exit starting this year, I'd be like, really? That's we had a great year then. Like I expected us to be a first round exit, um, but I didn't expect us to not make the playoffs, which is like like we just covered more likely. Um, but we're like a little bit worse than what I thought we'd be. I didn't think we were going to be that good. Did you think we'd be worse than we were last year coming into this season? Did you think we'd regress? Mm, that's a good point. Because we won 48 games last year. We we won seven less this year than we won last year. True. We won 48 games and went to six against Philly. A really good Philly team. Um, yeah, we were also down 3 nothing at one point. Yeah, so we should have gotten swept in that series, <laughs> what should have happened. But, but who knows? We could. We still have the possibility of pushing Milwaukee to seven, and that is six, and that would be way more impressive. I think Milwaukee has just shown that they're the best team in the league. Yeah, in the way that Philly didn't last year. I mean, we don't really have the possibility of pushing Milwaukee to seven right. or to six. It's like, we it's, don't. it's just because like if I came on this, if I came possible. on this podcast and I was like Atlanta could really push Milwaukee to six, or if I was like mm-hmm. Chicago could really push Milwaukee to six. It would, I would get laughed off the podcast, and those teams are in the same position as What, did Giannis get injured? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did Brooke Lopez get injured? <laughs> uh, but let's, let's do a bit of a playoff primer. Let's, let's, let, let's go through the playoff teams uh, in the Eastern and Western Conference mm-hmm. and just be like, give some reasons why we think that they could uh, come out of their conference and reasons why they could flounder uh, for any of the top six in both conferences. Um... Yeah, I feel pretty happy with the top six. Take out Brooklyn for the East, put in Miami instead. Yeah. I just don't think there's an argument to be made for Brooklyn. And fuck it, we can put the Lakers in the West too, because that's always jokes. Yeah. put the Lakers in, you know. Uh, but let's start. Uh, let's start at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. Let's start with Miami. The argument for Miami to make a deep run and to even make... I mean, like, Miami, it's within, it's within the realm of possibility that they make the conference finals. Um, they made it last year. One shot away from the NBA Finals. Yeah, and the thing with that team is they're very well coached. True. Uh, they have a star player who gets better in the playoffs consistently. Mm-hmm. They're they have an amazing Proven. second best player. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a, a level of theoretical shooting that is intriguing. Very theoretical. In fact, that would, I would say that's one of their downsides is they really can't shoot. No, no. But there's an upside. It's not like they're it's not like their players are players who like have never been able to shoot in their career. Yeah. Like they have dudes like Oladipo and Robinson Lowry. and Lowry who like in a playoff series if they can get hot then like who knows. Um. Do you have anything to add on the positive side for Miami before we absolutely destroy them? Um, yeah, it just needs to be emphasized that uh, they have Jimmy Butler, who is like one of the best playoff players of the last five years. Mm-hmm. Consistently really good. Like, this, he's a, he has better playoff performances than any Boston Celtic. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um... And any Philadelphia 76er, for that matter. Yep. Um, yeah, exactly. So they have arguably the second best playoff player in the East, and obviously behind Giannis. And um, that's the that, I think, is the upside. Also, Bam is uh, great. Um, Bam is fantastic. And uh, he, he, you could argue he's their best player. I would say almost certainly not in the playoffs, but you, you could argue in the regular season he's the best player. 
Yeah, um, and and he's a he's a ex- extremely serviceable Giannis defender. True, and that's the team that you gotta be looking and at. The and the Embiid defender. Yeah, and, and Embiid defender. Hell, but that's way I later. don't feel too bad about throwing him on Jason Tatum even. Right. I think that he is a really good switchable, fun defender. All mm-hmm. right, time to bury this team. You watched Miami all year. I watched Miami all year. They're not beating Boston or Milwaukee in a seven-game series. Like realistically, spoiler alert, but no, uh, none of the bottom three seeds are beating any of the top three seeds, in my opinion. No, well, nobody's beating the top three. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, like in the East, like, uh, like Miami, like they just have so many players who have had just horrid shooting years. Yeah, Kyle Lowry's done. Like he's done. Mm-hmm. That contract's bad, and like he's washed. And I hate to say it because I'm a, I'm a Raptors fan. Larry's the groat, but he yeah. he sucks. He sucks. I mean, like like Duncan Robinson is not only a not great shooter anymore. He is actively a bad shooter. And like, where are we at with that? Is it, he actually a bad? He shoots like thirty four percent from three, which wow. for a two guard is. Not good. He also takes some crazy threes, like running around a screen, pull up, like stop quick. taking him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> stop. Well, taking the thing him. is, like, <laughs> you, like you need him on the team, yeah, and like his defense is just so bad. Um, yeah. yeah, like they they basically have two molds of a team. They can either be a shooting team or a defense team, and they can never do both. And uh, they're shooting even if they wanted to go all full shooting, it's not even that good. So they always want to be just a defensive team, and defense wins championships, but not if your offense is this bad. No, no, and like I said, that Kyle Lowry was washed, and like he's like pretty washed. Victor Oladipo, like, get ready to learn fucking Chinese, buddy. <laughs> well, it was he, crazy when they gave him this contract in the offseason. I was like, that's surprising because I thought he was pretty okay last season. I was almost like hoping he would be pretty good, and like, yeah, he really. Um, some team's gonna give him a contract. He's not gonna have to get move but the team no team should give him a contract yeah like uh, well the crazy thing is is in the conference finals last year there was a game or two against boston where like he was their second best offensive player it was jimmy and it was victor oladipo out yeah. there and yeah he's just falling off lowry's falling off uh it's just not it i think i think this this formation of the miami team with butler and Adebayo. I think the window's closed on them. And making right. the conference finals and the finals within three years, I think, is exceeding the expectations for how this roster was constructed. And so, like, hats off to them. But I think it's about time to stop giving them the benefit of the doubt yeah. for being a good playoff team. Yep. Um, also, there's a chance they literally don't even make the playoffs. And we're going to touch on this when we get to the Lakers. But, like, I really don't believe you can win a championship as a seventh seed. I just think you're going to be facing a team that's like so good every single round and that's going to be just too tough for them i hard agree with that and i go i will go as far as to say i don't think you can win a championship as the five seed or lower i just think if you don't have home court advantage in any any series it's going to come back to bite you at some point like i think i think home court means a lot in the playoffs um and just like even beyond that if you're a five or lower seed like you're not like, How you just weren't that good. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, like, obviously, it depends. If, like, literally the difference between you and the one seed is two games or something, and it's just, like, such a ridiculous standing, sure. But, yeah, for the most part, if you're the five seed, you're just not that good. Speaking of five or seeds. Or you were injured. It, obviously, injuries. Yeah, injuries it, is the big equalizer. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, if Milwaukee was a five seed just because Giannis had missed a bunch of games, but he's all healthy now, totally different story, but... 
Yeah, like if your team was like okay healthy and you ended up as a seven seed, like in Miami's case, you're not winning a championship. No. Speaking of five seeds, uh, the New York Knicks. Uh, the reason that the New York Knicks could make a deep playoff run, uh, I once again think that they're. Uh, I, I think that they're a well coached team insofar as I think Tibbs is really good for that roster. They got a lot of dudes uh, like Grimes and Quickly and Hart who are just. Guys who will battle, yeah. like uh, some death hard dudes workers. who are just hard workers. Who I think I think they're going to be a team in the playoffs that will be. Uh, I think Brunson's a, a little bit. Like that I too. think they'll be gritty, and I think True. Barrett is like that too. And, and right. even Julius Randle, like I don't want to be defending Julius Randle like the shoulder to the chest off that. Right, big he's man. a strong guy. He's a strong dude. I don't want to see Mitchell Robinson on the inside. Like I, I just. I uh, think, you only have to you only have to see him until he gets a yeah for the fouls. twenty minutes. <laughs> But yeah, I think there. I think that there's a level of grit with this New York yeah. team, and I think that there's a level of like their roster just makes sense. The pieces work together, um, and they play by, by basketball all year. They're not a crazy transition team. They, um, they like yeah, like you said, they grind it out. They uh, they'll go for boards and uh, they do like the little plays really well. Like Miami kind of is like Miami is like that too, um, and uh, that. The past couple of years have showed that that's really important in the playoffs, and um, teams like us who rely a lot on like fast break, it's uh, it's a lot less effective in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, and also like they have uh, two really really good players, um, two dudes who could be the second best player on a team. Yeah, and that kind of transitions into the bad for the New York right. Knicks. Is of any team we're talking about in the East? I mean, hell, of any team we're talking about in general, both conferences here for this playoff picture, Julius Randle's about as bad as it can get for your best player. Right, Julius Randle is not going to get a final MVP. He, no, <laughs> he won't even win a Larry Bird Eastern Conference. MVP. Yeah, exactly. Like he, he's good, and he, he's a freaking bucket. I like uh, Julius Randle. I like his offensive game. He can score in a lot of different ways, but. If he's the best player on your team, that just screams first-round exit. Yeah, me. exactly. Um, especially because, like, it doesn't feel like they're that much better than the Knicks team of two years ago. And that team got embarrassed in the first round. Right. I mean, that Atlanta team was better than we thought they'd be going into the playoffs, but they, like, destroyed the Knicks. Also, I was talking about how they've been kind of playing... They kind of always play playoff basketball with Tibbs. Um, but, like... That also means like now other teams will also play their um, starters heavy minutes, and the Knicks like they already do that, so it's not like they can get that boost by now. Like we can cut the fat, like they already have been cutting the fat, so like there's not more fat to cut. This is just the product. But yeah, um, I, I just think the Knicks. Uh, that's all I have to say about them. Yep. I don't know if you have anything more. Nope. I, I think this is a team that doesn't need a whole lot said about them. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, Cleveland, there's a man named Donovan Mitchell. I don't know if you've heard <laughs> of him before. He's pretty good in the playoffs. But he is very, very good in the playoffs. And this Cleveland roster is very top-heavy, but their top-level talent but is they are complete. Juicy. They are complete at the yeah. top. Yeah. They, they have, have almost s- no holes. Lots of good players up there. Uh completely good well defensively uh Darius Garland's a good running mate offensively he's gonna get his points he's gonna get his assists uh I think I think mainly it's Donovan Mitchell though as much as the team is relatively complete I think as far as the playoffs goes just because I haven't seen Garland and I mean I've seen Jared Allen but that was in 
2020 in the bubble when we played them in the first round and that didn't or played Brooklyn not that yeah. in the first round and that didn't really he, he wasn't he the was same Jared okay. Allen that he is yeah, now yeah. right um second year in a row the Donovan Mitchell and um is gonna play against in the first round Jalen Brunson oh yeah <laughs> but a different conference yeah and I, I also love having Evan Mobley for Julius Randle, and then mm-hmm. they would be playing uh, Giannis in the next round. I think Evan Mobley's a little skinny right now for Giannis, but... Uh, but Jared as, Allen's a good defender for Giannis. Yeah, and I, I think if, if Evan Mobley is your second best defender to throw on Giannis, like, you are doing very well right. as a team. Exactly. Um, Few teams can say that. Yeah, I, I think they have a lot of defensive versatility uh, with, with those players. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know if there's any more good that you have about this team. Yeah, I mean, they can defend and they can score. Then uh, that's all you really need to do, uh, in theory. So, like, who's the fifth best player on Cleveland? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Okoro? Lamar Stevens? Are we talking Dean Wade? I think it's Okoro. Are we talking Chetty Osman? Are we talking, <laughs> oh, Ch- Ch- like... It's a Cora probably, but uh oh, uh oh, and how many how many players are you, do you need to have on the on floor, the floor at all times? It is five. Mm. And <laughs> play, those players can all play forty eight minutes a game though. The four players that are going to be playing with that. No, they probably need to rest a little. No, bit. they do need to rest a little bit. Uh oh, uh oh. I don't what think you can run a four man rotation in the playoffs, and I think the Cavs have four playoff players. I yeah. think that their team falls off a cliff in a way few other teams do. Uh, and I think that's something that'll be remedied by next season. I think that, but I think this version of the Cavs, it's just, they sold the farm for, to get Donovan Mitchell. And that has been a move that has worked out for them. Yeah. But of the teams that did that of like them, Atlanta, uh, and the Wolves, like they're probably in the best position. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, um, Philadelphia did with Harden. It's just that they got the few games of oh, him last year before right. like, they got the little test run of him, and yeah. so then they were able to make an off season around him. And I think, um, yeah, I just think Cleveland. It's not quite there yet for them. I think that they they could beat New York in the and first round. They, they, they don't won't. need to win this year. No, they don't at all. There, there's very little pressure. They had a really fun year. As long as they don't get embarrassed by the Knicks in the first round. As long as they at least go six or seven games with the Knicks. I mean, you'd want to beat them if you're a Cleveland fan, but for me, if they don't get embarrassed by the Knicks and upset, then, like, mm-hmm. I'm happy with the way that that team's trending. Yep. Um, they have super small guards, too, which, honestly, in the East isn't that big of a problem until eventually they have to play Boston or Philly. Um, actually, even Milwaukee. Any of the top three, like Drew, James, or, like, Brown, is going to just destroy those guards. And I think you can do the small guard thing if one of your guards is like a defensive upside guard. Like a Fred. But yeah, but neither Garland nor Mitchell screams defense to me. They're like a below average. It's not like they're garbage defenders, but they're not good. Yeah. I I just think, as we said, they're a little bit away. They're about a year Mm. out. They'll be really good next year. And they'll be probably really good for years until Donovan Mitchell decides he doesn't want to live in Cleveland (laughs) anymore. Yep. Um, all right, let's get to the teams that actually have a chance of coming out of the East. Yes. I mean, not to disparage these other teams, but... <laughs> but that's true. Uh, it's Phil- crazy that th- uh, one of these teams, Boston or Philly, is not going to get out of the second round. Yeah. That second round series, if it happens, will be crazy. But let's talk... If first- it doesn't happen, will be more crazy. Let's talk first about the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, I mean, the They've, good... The easiest first round, I think, of any of them. Getting to face the Nets, I think, is better than any of the play-in teams. Um, 
Yeah, I think it depends on who comes out. I think I think I think I'd rather play Toronto or Chicago than the Nets. Okay. Uh, but they do have a super easy. Like uh, I mean, the Nets, the Nets aren't that. There's a reason that we skipped over them. Yeah. Uh, when we we're talking about this, there's just, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be cakewalk. Uh, but the big thing for Philly is, Philly is the only team who I could see having a player who outplays Giannis in a playoff series. Right. I love Tatum. I just don't think he's quite there. No. Uh, but I, I could see Embiid outplaying Giannis in a playoff series. And if that happens, I mean, the playoffs, a lot of the times... Do, just comes down to that. When you have two superstar players, so, a lot of the times it does come down to that. I mean, uh, take Philly, for example, in 2019. I thought that their roster was just as complete as the Toronto roster. But we had Kawhi Leonard, and they didn't. And yeah. that's what it boiled down to in that series. Um, they also, it's the first time since I think Bob McAdoo uh, and someone else, I forget whose team it is, where you have uh, a team with, that has the leading score and the leading assist. That they have the scoring title and the assist title. Yeah, and, and James Harden, uh, I mean, he's had a bit of an Achilles flare-up late in the season. Yeah, which is a little scary. scary but yeah, um, he's still been playing. It's not like... But he's, he's looked good this year. Yeah, it's it's the healthiest he's looked coming into the playoffs in a little bit. In a while. If I'm gonna be honest. Um, they're also an amazing defense. I'm pretty sure they're a top five, if not barely. Mm-hmm. They're barely out of the top five. And I thought that the um, uh, Jalen McDaniels pickup at the deadline w- very much went under the radar. True. Uh, he's not as good as his brother, but I think he is another guy who's really good on defense. Long. He's yeah. gonna play a lot of minutes at the three for them. Uh, yeah. And I think that's a really good pickup for them. I, I like Melton. I yeah, like, I was gonna I say like, uh, Anthony's been uh, he's been sick for them. Yeah, uh, Tyrese Maxey is good. They, yeah. they've got a lot of really good players on that team, and uh, like they still have um, Tobias Harris too. To, yeah, Tobias Harris, PJ Tucker. Uh, yeah, they just got like a lot of dudes who you'd want in the playoffs on your team. Oh yeah, uh, but yeah, I think they're another team where it's it's Embiid. You live by the Embiid, you die yes. by the Embiid. 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 Um, now the the negative for this team is if I was if I was like pick a star player and a coach uh, that you think will choke have the largest history of choking in the playoffs you wouldn't name a whole lot of names before you get down to James Harden and Doc, Doc Rivers, Rivers. Um, right. neither of those guys engender any level of. Uh, belief in this team. I mean, Joel Embiid has never been to the conference finals either. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, there's like, none, there's a very good chance they don't this year. Having the, not being the one seed is really tough in the East, having to play against the Boston in the second round. Like, the Bucks uh, most likely are going to just be so, just going to be waiting for that uh, second round series to finish. They're going to be resting at home while Philly and Boston beat each other up. Um, also, two very physical teams. Then you have to face Giannis, like the most physical player in the league. Even if you can get out of that, you're going to be drained coming out of the East. And like, it's pretty easy for a Western Conference team uh, who will probably have an easier path to uh, take him out. Um, and like, Joel Embiid gets injured like a lot in the playoffs. Like, he he'll probably still play through it, like he did last year with his hand. If something happens, but like. He obviously wasn't the same last year. That can easily happen again. James Harden was injured two years ago in the playoffs. And, um, yeah, there's not a... They don't have a great track record. No, and um, the worrying thing for Embiid, too, is uh, I don't have a ton of faith 
and small ball lineups with Tucker, and I don't have a ton of faith in Paul Reed. And so, like, what you might be looking at is over 40 minutes a game once you get to this that second-round series Something against Boston. Beat. And I think that he... I don't think Embiid's built for that many minutes a game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he he's a guy who... I mean, he's always had kind of slight conditioning issues because he has such a deep injury history, and I think that can that that can really come back to bite him without any big man depth. I think I think the big problem that happened this year because they brought in Montrez Harrell to kind of be that backup center mm-hmm. to at least play some minutes, and I he won't be seeing the floor. In so the are you playoffs. saying that their big problem is their big problem? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're moving on from this. These Sixers after comments like that, um, Boston. Mm-hmm. Boston, the plus for Boston is, I think, like, their eight-man rotation is the the tightest in the East. It is so good. You're looking at Smart, Brown, Tatum, Horford, Williams, Williams, White, Brogdon. Yeah. Like, that's eight right there. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And a bunch of those players can move to different positions. Horford can shoot well enough to play the four or the five. Mm -hmm. Uh, Williams is obviously going to be your five, but then Tatum can go down to the four whenever you have Horford at the five. Brown can play the two or the three. Brogdon can be on or off ball. Uh, So can Smart. Smart Mm -hmm. can play the one or the two. Um, So much switchability. All of their players are good on defense. All of their players make sense on offense. Crazy chemistry. The most chemistry of any of the teams. Yeah, I mean, these players have played together forever. Uh, they They just got out of the East last year. And I think that they're they're just as good, if not better, this year. Yeah, uh, I think the Brogdon pickup is really big for them. Mm-hmm. Um, just to have some sort of offensive spark off the bench, just because like I think Derek White uh, is not a big moment offensive player. I think he can play some defense, but like last year there was games where he'd he missed a defender. three early on, and then he just wouldn't take open threes for the rest of the game. And I just Brogdon. And they have a couple like players like that, but yeah, if like him or um, Grant Williams is like shoot, hitting threes, like it's they're almost unbeatable. Like if any of their role players are stepping up a little bit, like just when you have like this much talent, you know that if like one person steps up, everyone else is gonna average out to something. Um, that um, yeah, they're super scary. Yeah, and there's proof of concept with them too, exactly. which is uh, like I mean that was our big thing against Philly. And mm-hmm. we're going to get back to this with Milwaukee is like when a team has been there before, like been to the finals. Yeah. There's a sense of like, okay, well, we can do this. Like, well, we can- yeah. And everyone, everyone knows for certain that they can do it. They know at least in the worst case scenario, they're good enough to make the finals in which they have seen themselves do. Yeah. Um, I, I love this Boston team. I, I think that they're really, really good. Mm-hmm. And that's why it really pains me to say that, um, they barely beat Milwaukee last year without Chris Middleton. Yeah. And I think this Milwaukee team this year is going to be a scare. It's going to be a tougher get in the playoffs. They also, like, Smart is off a cliff. You were talking about them being um, better this year. And um, smart that is in spite of Smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> smart yeah. is, like, like, honestly, like, trending to becoming an unplayable guy. Um, not only is he, like, his offense has fallen off, but his, even his defense isn't that good this year. They also went from a dude who was pro- like almost like uh, who's in contention of running coach of the year from like wow we actually have a problem like this guy's voice doesn't seem to be respected in the locker room like he's younger than Al Horford um, and um, I don't know like they like they had such a dominant lead that it was almost like you could pencil them in for the first seed and they dropped to the second seed and like that's not 
obviously that big of a deal, but like they were way ahead of the pack and like they, they just ended poorly. They started really hot and they've been cooling off and you obviously you want to trend the other way. Yeah, I mean, it's the opposite of last season for them, is it not? Yeah, Where, true. Like, uh, it's, Actually they're true. moving in the opposite direction. Now, the one thing I will say is their April and late March was pretty decent. It was really right. a, a February, January uh, but it was, But it wasn't as good as the first part of the season. No, no, obviously. The first part of the season, I they were probably my pick to win. Right. Um, yeah, I, I just think there's a couple question marks in there. Obviously less than any of the teams we've said before, but they do exist still. Uh, it's we'll see. Uh, last time I saw Jason Tatum in a playoff series, he didn't look that good, and so same with Brown. Uh, yeah, I mean Brown, like like Brown could, couldn't Brown dribble could in the last. Yeah, but like everyone was picking it off of him. Like, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, uh, but that's about it for for Boston. Uh, also, um, it should be stated that they do have a different head coach. For the playoffs this year, than they had than the one that brought them to the finals last right. year, and so there is one very important piece that and, has and the, changed. And there's up for debate whether that really matters that much. Uh, yeah, I, I think it, I think it matters a bit. Uh, Definitely matters a bit for sure. At least, at least in my confidence of them, because right. now it's like he has to prove it again. Yes, because I think coaches in like a tight playoff, it's not going to matter when they play Miami or Atlanta. Right. Heck, it might not even matter when they play Philadelphia, but when they're in a series against Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and you got to make those changes in Game Six and Game Seven, like some of those coaching decisions can like really make or break a series right. for you. Uh, and and it was like you said, time. they Milwaukee took them to seven without Chris Middleton. Yeah, yeah, that's the scariest part. And we'll get to Chris Middleton. It's not like yeah. he's been that good, but it's still like you'd imagine he's he'll win you a game in a series. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about Milwaukee now? Sure. They have been the best team all year um, as a whole. Um, they've just been the best team. They're by far the closest to uh, 60 wins. They're only two. They're 58 wins. Um, like to give you some context, like um, Denver's number one with 53 um, in the West. And uh, they have the best player in the world. They have possibly the defensive player of the year, who might not even be the second best defender on it. He might not even be the third best defender if you're yeah. really arguing about it. <laughs> their defense <laughs> is crazy, uh, and top to bottom, the defense on their roster, like like Grayson Allen, is not a bad defender to be the weak point of your starting lineup. Right, and then like you have like <laughs> Joe Ingles can defend not quite as well as he used to be able to, but he can still defend. Jay Crowder's a good defender. Chris Middleton, yes. his defense hasn't really fallen off the same way his offense has this year. Yeah, and then they have three elite defenders yeah. in Drew, Giannis, and Brooke. Um, they're scary. They are right. a terrifying team to play. Uh, also, they have a dude like you can game plan for him, and everyone knows what to do for Giannis. It's like you build a wall, but that's like. You know what you're sacrificing for that. You're sacrificing that we're going to be giving up a lot of open threes. And teams hate giving that up. And, like, there's just no other way to guard Giannis. It's not even like he's, like... His play style just trends so well for the playoffs. Because it's not... It's not, um, like... I'm missing the word. But it's not, like, hot and cold. Like, it's so consistent. Because he's just driving to the rim. So it's not like he'll have, like, a bad shooting series or something. Because it doesn't matter how he's shooting. If he's just attacking you at every point. Putting so much pressure on your entire team, getting you into foul trouble. I mean, actually, we should have touched on that in Philly. They really get you into foul trouble. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Milwaukee is, like, their beast. 
Yeah, I, also, I just think, like, every year there's the team that wins the championship, and then there's the team that's like, hmm, things broke right, I think this team might have won it. Like, when Milwaukee team. won when Milwaukee won it, it kind of felt like, hmm, if Brooklyn was fully healthy, right. like, they'd probably win that series and end up winning it all. And last year, I thought that team was Milwaukee. I was like, if Milton's healthy in that series... Yeah. Warriors are much less built to play against a star like Giannis yes. than to play against a star like Tatum. <laughs> uh, and Drew Holiday is a much better Curry stopper than Smart is, right. even though Smart is another probably top three player on the planet to who, take that assignment. Um, at least last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess we can move on to the why. What could be their downfall? Um, are we sh- like Chris Middleton has been not great no. since he came back. It's trending upwards, but I don't think quick enough. Yeah, um, you would have wanted him to be in his in like back to Chris Middleton by now. And at this point, it's like this is what you're just—he's gonna be what he's gonna be. Like Chris Middleton doesn't really look like Chris Middleton. Jay Crowder doesn't really look like Jay Crowder of last year. Yeah. Joe Ingles doesn't really look Joe like Joe Ingles, Ingles of especially. last year. Um, Pat Connaughton is. Probably not going to see much playtime in the playoffs unless they like, they really need to. And he was a big part when they went to the when they won the championship. I mean, he started those games. He was yeah. like thirty minutes a game, and uh, yeah, I just think they're. I have the most faith in them of any team, but yeah. it's not like there's no question in the marks. Actually, uh, yeah, in the league. Well, I think Boston is number two in the league, and I think Philly might be number three. Um, yeah, honestly, um, but yeah. Also, like, I'm still not convinced that Bud's a good coach. <laughs> I don't think he is. I don't think he is a good coach. I think he gets... He's okay. Yeah. I think it, he's, they've I, been adapting this year. We should have touched on that. Is like that they their defensive scheme has actually been really good. They usually just gave up a bunch of threes. This year, like, no, we're not going to give up a bunch of threes and still guard the paint. Um, the thing that they're lucky about is the West definitely has better coaches near the top than the East, in my opinion. It's like Joe Missoula on Boston's okay. Doc Rivers is good, but he's like probably only slightly better than uh, Bud, if you even think that he's better if, than Bud. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, Spo is the best coach in the playoffs, but he's kind of hamstrung by his by roster. Uh, Thibodeau is good, but I... Arguably worse than Bud. Yeah. And I would argue that. Yeah, I think I would too. No, I think they're in the same tier though. Yeah. Um, Semantics. But yeah, that's, that's about it for the East. Mm-hmm. Top teams are good. Bottom teams bad. <laughs> yes. Kind of crazy. All right, let's take a look at the West with the number seven team, uh, your Los Angeles Lakers. Los Angeles, the reason that this team can win a championship. LeBron James. And Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. <laughs> um, Anthony Davis, when he's healthy, is a no-question top-ten player in the league. Yeah. And the beginning of this year and at the end of this year he played like that he mm-hmm. played like a top five player in the league even i would say it's, especially it's at the beginning offense and defense it's just he's a complete player on both ends yes. uh, his jump shot leaves a bit wanting so maybe not completely complete um but yeah like you got the two stars and i think that the role players uh aren't as bad as the last two iterations and of they're the role lakers like yeah they've been really good recently and um, they also, like, um, I'll get to this, like, even more when we're talking about other teams. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll keep bringing this up, but you really want to be on the half of the bracket that they're on. Like, being on the half of the bracket where you can avoid Phoenix and Denver until the conference finals is where you want to be. And, um, like, they're going to beat Minnesota. Like, 
<laughs> um, barring catastrophe, yeah, they like, would beat Minnesota. I'm, I'm stealing this from, I just heard Zach Lowe say it, but it's so true. Like, first play of the game, Giannis, or not Giannis, LeBron, AD, pick and roll. Um, who should be guarding that? Jared Vanderbilt and uh, Rudy Gobert. And uh, neither of them are going to be in that game. Uh, and not Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt sorry, McDaniel's. McDaniel's. Yeah. I meant sorry, Jaden McDaniel's yeah, and Rudy Gobert. And two punches from have put those players out. Uh, yeah, for uh, for that game at least. And not who knows? Well, actually, the, McDaniel's like, maybe the third guy. It's like is probably Kyle Anderson, which who knows what kind of headspace he's in. Right. As the, but it seemed like the team had his back. So I yeah. think I think he's probably chilling. Like even um. Was it Tor- Torian Prince is the one who, like, instantly, like, has his back, like, right when the punch happens, yeah. he's the one who, like, starts pushing Gobert. It just seems like the team is more on the slow-mo side. But, yeah, like, they're, they're like, yeah, they're just not that good. And, like, Carl Anthony Towns is, uh, <laughs> has shown what he's like in the play-in game. If he's, yeah. if he's half as bad as he was last year, they have literally no shot. No shot at No all. matter how good Especially because Delo's on the other team now. True. Um, Delo. Yeah. Oh, that's so... In- that's a fun one, actually. But yeah, the Lakers have such good top-level talent. And now the bad for the Lakers is... They, oh, they also have Austin Reeves. Yeah, they have Austin Reeves. He's a good player. Yeah, he's good. He's he's over-encumbered as the third best player on your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not third he's best no player. Aaron he's Gordon. a serviceable player. He's no, he's no Aaron Gordon. He's no Desmond Bain. He's no He uh, like Kevin might be Herter. as good as like Kuzma was on their playoff run. Come on. Come on. I don't know. He has a lot of fouls. And I don't know. Kuz, I, I Kuzma really don't think was Kuz... a much better defender than uh, Austin Reeves is. <laughs> I know. I know people say that. I don't. I, I just don't feel like Kuzma's that good of a defender. But he just seems like a clown to me. Just from the personality. So I might be like forcing that yeah. on him um uh, but yeah, yeah do you want to get into why they won't austin reeves is their third best player <laughs> also uh, they, they like literally might not make the playoffs yeah. like there's a world that they don't it's very unlikely they're probably making the playoffs almost certainly but it's not guaranteed so they're not even a lock to make the playoffs they're gonna be going against the kings then um, no they'll go against memphis oh sorry yeah memphis who I think is worse. You'd rather be facing the Kings, in my opinion. Um, yeah, like they have, uh, and like they they're just they have such crazy injury problems. Like it's it's it would be a miracle if Anthony Davis can uh, be healthy for four straight rounds. So are we saying Austin Reeves is guarding John Morant in that first round series, <laughs> or do you want to throw D'Lo on him? What's your pick? <laughs> Dennis Obviously Schroeder. Austin do we want to throw some Dennis Schroeder? Lonnie Walker. What's our What's our pick for guarding? We're throwing Morant? Austin Reeves. On. Yeah, you're fucked. You're <laughs> fucked. No, you have AD to back. Oh, actually, not even because you have the um, like uh, they're going to be running Triple J at center. I would at the, imagine, if they small ball it, because Adams isn't coming back for the playoffs. Really? Uh, yeah, he's shut down for the whole season. Oh wow. From, uh, then yeah, yeah. That, like uh, honestly, you can help off. Jaron Jackson's not that good of a three point shooter. It's not like he'll punish him too much. Um, but yeah, I mean, so you, you do have AD to, to help stop uh, Jaw. But yeah, they're not they're not going to beat Memphis. And even if they do, um, they're just not going to win. They they have to face a good team every single round. I, I have a hard time believing they beat Memphis and Sacramento in back to back series. Exactly. Or Memphis and Golden State in back to back series. Or Memphis Phoenix. Oh yeah, like uh, or oh, sorry, no Phoenix plays Denver. Yeah, I just don't. I, I think it's tough. <laughs> I think it's tough for the Lakers. And as I said earlier, they're not going to have home court in any of the series that they play in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah I just yeah, don't think you can shape shit like that. Yep. All right. 
On to the sixth seed, the Golden State Warriors. Uh, the reason that they can win a championship is they see, just last year. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they just did it. Um, One of the best home records in the entire league. Curry's just as good. Clay's better. Draymond is like doing Draymond stuff. Yeah, I mean, Draymond in the playoffs is going to be decent. He's going to have some good games, going to have some bad games. Um, his offense continues to get worse, but whatever. Like, when they won last year, his offense wasn't that much better than it is now. Um, I Honestly, it's about the same. And, um, and then Clay is back into form, like you said. And Wiggins will be back. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, uh, Steve Kerr is probably the best coach uh, in the Western Conference, too. Uh, I will take... Uh, I will take some Tyron Lue if you want to if you right. want to send that at me. Uh, Monty Williams. Uh, Monty Williams and Michael Maloney will win something. Before. Right. And, sure. and Mike Brown, who I think we'll we'll get to him eventually for, <laughs> for some other things. Maybe in uh, part two. Yeah, in part two. Uh, but yeah, Golden State. They won before, and they got a good roster. Um, the problem with Golden State. Uh, Andrew Wiggins has not played a game in like two months, a month, no. and a half. And the list of teams that have uh, worse away records than them <laughs> is the Detroit Pistons, the Houston Rockets, and the San Antonio Spurs. Now, Charlotte Hornets are better than you at literally half of the season. That is not good. That's right. really not good, especially when you're not going to have home court in a single series in the playoffs. Barring uh, exactly, barring the Lakers beating Memphis and you being Sacramento, which I guess is a you know a relatively realistic. If they score. were any single other team. We might do what we did for the Eastern Conference and, and just replace them. them, yeah, with the Lakers, and only because that they have Golden State Warriors on their jersey is that they even get the consideration. Yeah, I, I think that this is just not the year for them. Unfortunately, I have a hard time believing that they're going to win four. Pools is not that good. Also, no, no. and um, Curry missed significant time this year. So, like, how certain are we that Curry, Clay, and Draymond can hold up to a full four series? Slate exactly. or Wiggins, who hasn't played recently, right? And like, although Wiggins usually doesn't really miss time, right? um, Gary Payton, uh, is good to go for the playoffs, but like, how much do you even really want to play him? He's like just now getting shape, yeah. which honestly, like, it's better, like, that's that's what you'd want, but um, but I'd probably still run with Devin Chenzo. Uh, I mean, I'd have to see how he looks, how Gary Payton looks in the practices. He's, he's been dunking and stuff, yeah. I mean, if he looks as good as last year, then sure, but if he has any level of drop off, I mean, like. He's got such... He's like a downside offensive player. Mm-hmm. And you just can't really do that when you have Draymond on your team. Um, but yeah, that's about it for the Warriors. Yep. Uh, on, to, on to the Clippers. Uh, the reason the Clippers can win it is because... Uh, so in 20... Uh, they should in, be deep. In 2018, yeah, uh, they... Kawhi Leonard, right? Misses a full season. The mm-hmm. next year, kind of load manages, works his way back. But the whole season is kind of like, wow, he looks just like the old Kawhi Leonard. Like, he's looking really, really good. And then playoffs come around, and it's like, holy shit. <laughs> right. This guy looks really, really good. Is this really, guy the best really, really player good. on the planet? And then, in uh, 2022, he misses another full season. 2021-22 season. Which was last year. another full season. Comes back this year. Wow, Kawhi Leonard's kind of looking like the old <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. He looks right. pretty freaking good. And they load manage him well. It's like, damn. Like, Kawhi Leonard... He could definitely be the best player in the Western Conference yes. in this playoff run. Fairly easily. Uh, I, I, they also should be unbelievably deep. Yeah, I mean, the, the Paul George injury hurts, but they have so many other players that, like... Is Paul George... What, what's the status on that? 
I don't think he'll be playing game one of the playoffs. Right. Uh, but we will see. I mean, if he's out for the whole playoffs, I think they're fucked. For uh, sure. If he's not, uh, also. Westbrook is a bit of a roller coaster. Uh, I like the fit a lot more on their team. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, than the Lakers for sure. Than the Lakers. Um, but uh, before we're done with the good stuff, also Tyron Lue. I brought him up earlier when we were talking about good coaches in the conference. Right. Might be the best coach. Yeah, he also has a pretty good argument for best coach in the conference. Um, yeah, they should be deep. Morris hasn't been great this year, though. Zubats hasn't been great this year. I know. Um, Mason Plumley has been their center over Zubats, which is so crazy. Terrence Mann uh, has he's been—he's been looking good again, which is nice. Same with Norm Powell. Yeah, Norm Powell's been looking good again. Uh, Covington has started to look a little mm-hmm. bit better because he was kind of like getting no minutes. Yeah, earlier in the beginning. Uh, Gordon's starting to fit a little bit more, uh, but we'll see. Like they need. They need two or three of those guys to really step it up and, right. and play very well, which any of those guys could. Uh, but and they need Paul George. They need they need Paul George. Um, yeah, like the problem. Also, another problem with this team for the bad is like they don't have a ton of minutes playing together. Right, all these players probably the lowest chemistry team that we're going to talk about out of all these teams. Oh, uh, maybe the other next than one. maybe the Lakers. Um, well, yeah, been. we'll we'll see with the next one. Uh, but yeah, tough. The Clippers could be really good, could be really bad. We'll yeah, I know. And then they're playing in the first round, the Phoenix Suns. Um, <laughs> Which nobody wants to do. No. That's the scariest four seed the reason they I've could, ever seen. The reason they could do really well is because they have the best roster in the Western Conference. Um, they also probably have the best player in the conference that has LeBron, Kawhi, and Steph Curry. Uh, yeah, and Jokic. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it's, Jokic. <laughs> it, it's scary. And Devin Booker is probably the second best second dude in the conference. After right behind Andy Anthony Davis, Davis. Who might be the first dude. Or Paul George, as arguable too. Yeah, I, I trust I trust Devin Booker more in the playoffs than Paul George. Okay. Um, but that, 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 there's an argument to be made. But... Um, yeah, I mean Chris Paul they is are still on that team. It's Chris... still undefeated with Kevin Durant playing. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, Aiden looks really good with yeah. this team. He's doing the little things. Um, Akogi's had a really good year. Yeah, um, they have some low key depth with like Warren and Payne and Craig and Ross. We're like, and I think they have a good. They have a good coach too. Yeah, they do have a good coach. They're gonna need some of their dudes to step up, but they have such a high upside. And people talk about Chris Paul like he's like shouldn't be in the NBA anymore. Right. And like he's, he's still a good. Up. He's still a good point guard. Yeah, like he's a good starting point. Like I would rather have him than any of the joke point. Well, not joke point guards. Any of the point guards that the Clippers run out uh, right. in that first round series. Um, yeah, I, I just think they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of talent. This is a team that went to the finals a couple of years ago, and they've had. Uh, Kevin Durant since. <laughs> Not much more needs to be said. Mm-hmm. Uh, big problem is Kevin Durant has barely played with them. No. <laughs> they don't get... They don't... Um, they don't get to the line, which is uh, annoying. They shoot... Oh, well, they shoot a lot of jumpers, but that's tough. Like, you want to get people into foul trouble. You want to get uh, those free points at the line. Um, also, like... I don't know. You do have to question the team's mental. After what happened last year, like yeah, that... their their most recent playoff performance does not inspire confidence. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I mean, Chris Paul is a little bit washed. 
Yeah, and that, I mean <laughs> they're gonna have to play a second round series against the Nuggets, and that's so brutal. Yeah, I mean it's probably it's gonna be like Clippers, then Nuggets, and then fucking Something. Memphis, Golden State, Lakers, Lakers Sacramento. Sacramento. Who fucking knows? Honestly, that side is like the the West is impossible to figure out. To right. Project that front. It future. was like I was saying. That's you really want to be on that other side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, having to face the Nuggets is gonna really suck in that second round. Um, especially because they like they have nothing for Joker. Like mm-hmm. Aiden can't guard Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, and Aiden doesn't expose Joker at all. No. Uh, offensively. No. So, he does not. Um, that's I think that's a brutal matchup for them. Obviously, like the Nuggets, um, they don't have much for Devin Booker is the one thing, but they do have uh, Gordon for uh, Durant, which isn't bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Plus, like, Devin Booker, you can throw Bruce Brown or Contavious Caldwell Pope on him, and, like, it's not great, but, like, you know, it's serviceable yeah, for a right. seven-game series. Serviceable. Um, and um, also, uh, if they ever are close to getting a championship, you know uh, Chris Paul is going to get some injury. Yeah. <laughs> or just put his fucking hands around his throat and choke it away. Yeah. Um, Chris Paul cuts the lead to 30. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Sacramento. Uh, now... I think they have the most convincing case of winning the championship, and that is just the beam. No other right. team in the league has a has beam, beam on top of their arena that right. la- that lasers the sky whenever they win. Yeah. Um, I just think that that's such a competitive advantage. Like, most arenas, it's just dark over top of exactly. it after the game, which is, like, fine. Sometimes they'll have lights. Yeah. Like, but not, like, they they have, like no one has strobe lights or something, but, like, a beam. Yeah, that's just best-case scenario. Yeah. But seriously, for Sacramento, their offense is in- incendiary. It yes. is so good. Transcendent. It is so, so good. They also have so much confidence, which is uh, something they were lacking in previous years. Like, uh, they've just been rolling all year. They've been good. You know what team they remind me a lot of is that uh, Hawks team a couple years ago that right. went to the conference finals, where it's like, I mean,. The talent on the roster might not be there, but they definitely think that they're more talented than any team, and I think that they they will be a very tough playoff matchup. Uh, contrary to what I think, I think a lot of people are writing them off, and I think that's that's unfair to how good of a season they've had. Yeah, um, they have the uh, they also are really good in the clutch, uh, and a lot of those a lot a lot of playoff games come down to a couple possessions, and if you have dudes that can deliver. That's huge. I mean, a closing lineup of Fox, Herter, Murray, Barnes, and Sabonis is good. Yeah. That is a good playoff closing lineup. Um, they also have, like, the best center uh, point guard. So, like, you need to, like, two extremes. So you can't have, like, a player that can guard both kind of thing uh, other than Denver. Uh, and that's even arguable if Denver's is better. I also think uh, outside of Anthony Davis, they have the best big for exploiting Jokic if they yeah, end up seeing Denver. Exactly. I think Jokic would get cooked by Sabonis right. in the series. And obviously Joker's going to cook him back harder. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But. But if, I, I, I just think. Anything you can do to limit him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, Sacramento's just been so, so good. And they're good on the road, too, is big. They're right. really good on the road. They did better on the road this year than they did at home, even, which is crazy because they have a beam at home. They don't yeah, have a beam on the road. Uh, but uh, they were getting the light the beam chance on the road. Just yeah, the they were. Um, I hate to do this to you, Sacramento. Uh, you guys just haven't done shit in the playoffs. They also don't play defense. Yeah, they don't play even a lick of defense. They also love transition, and the, there's just way less transition opportunities in the playoffs. 
Like, yeah. that whole, that as a style just doesn't translate very well. Yeah, uh, and I think, um, similar to what we were saying about Cleveland earlier, it's like, for a team like Sacramento, if they, if they lose to the Warriors in seven in the first round, you look at that and you're like, you know what? That's a fucking amazing season. <laughs> yeah. Like, they made the freaking playoffs. Yeah, they're playing with house money. Um, obviously you don't want to get embarrassed and you do have the better roster than Golden State and Golden State's another team that like, but like you, it, it is very clear that Steph Curry is worthy of a finals MVP and yeah, it, it would blow my mind if De'Aaron Fox or Demondis Sabonis end up with a finals MVP. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, but like, yeah, I, I think it's just there's so many teams in the West that are so good. It's just not there for them, Yeah, I, I don't think. Um, you could beat Golden State, but then you're going to have to play Memphis or the Lakers. And then even if you beat them, like you're going to have to play Denver, Phoenix, Phoenix or the Clippers. Like It's just so tough in the West. And then even if somehow everything keeps breaking right, then you have to face one of the monsters from the East. And yeah. like at some point, your luck's going to run out. Yeah, it's just not there for them. Mm-hmm. Move on to another fun young team. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis. Uh, very good in the playoffs last year. Yes. Uh, and the regular season last year, then proved it again this year by having another great regular season. I mean, we don't really know how they would have matched up in a full uh, Warriors with, with series John last Halsey. year. Because Jaw didn't really play. He got hurt. Yeah. Um, so, like, there is, like, a proof of concept with them in terms of... Uh, in terms of, like, a young team that's still, like, uh, give me some sort of, like, yeah, this team's going to be good. This mm-hmm. team's going to be solid. Um, they have, uh, they're also, um, they, they were really tailspinning. Um, I don't know if that's the right word. But they were um, playing very poorly since Steven Adams went out. But then um, they started figuring it out. And uh, as of late, they've actually been, uh, they've kind of been back. Um, Desmond Bain, um I feel like he started off oh, like amazing. Like people are like, this guy's gonna be an all star, and then he like really fell off, and then now he's like he's back. Like he's he's playing pretty good, uh, I think at least. Um, Jaw is um, I think uh, definitely someone who can lead them, um, who can lead them very far, potentially to all the way to a championship. They have really good chemistry. They love playing with each other, um, and. Um, they're young. They they won't get tired. They are. I feel like they're hungry. It's, they're like kind of like the Hawks, but if the Hawks actually did really good in the regular season, like um, they um, they're just this young team that uh, seems to want it, and uh, they're really good. Yeah, I, I agree with all of that. Uh, I think Triple J is also like a big uh, is the X factor mm-hmm. in my eyes for that team. Um, just such a good defensive player. Yeah, he's just so good, so switchable. Uh, they actually even not switching. He's even if you're playing him as a traditional center, he's amazing. Yeah, he's just good. Whatever you, whatever you need. Yeah, to exactly. Do. Um, the problem with Memphis, uh, I think that it's been a bit of a messy season for them. Like a lot of off court stuff. The off court stuff has been crazy. And I also just I like Jaw. But he's not Kevin Durant. He's not Kawhi Leonard. He's not Steph Curry. He's right. not LeBron James. He's not Nikola Jokic. Right. Uh, they have the sixth best best guy yeah. in, the com- in the conference, and uh, that's tough. As I said before, uh, the playoffs a lot of the time it boils down to our best versus your best, 
And I just don't think Jaw is on quite on that level no. yet. Uh, in a few years, he might be there, but he's not. I, 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 it would blow my mind if him and Kevin Durant were healthy in a series together mm-hmm. and he outplayed him. Yeah. Um. Also, like, although Jaron is an incredible defender, he is really prone to fouls. Yeah. And, like, if you have a game where Jaron Jackson picks up three fouls, like, or before the second half ends, like, you might, you're probably losing that game. Like, you're gonna have to pull him. You know, and, like, who's your backup big? Yeah. With no Adams, like, exactly. I yeah, I would be worried. Um. Yeah. Exactly. And um. Yeah. Like you said. Um, even though they seem to really like each other and like, like there, has got to be some turmoil from all this jaw shit that he's putting them through. One um, would imagine. I'm sure they don't love all, all of what's been going on. No, no, for, certainly not. All right, let's move on to the last team that we're going to do. Uh, the Denver Nuggets. Um, the Denver Nuggets, we saw them make the conference finals. The uh, last time they were all healthy. In the bubble. And they have a better roster now. They have Aaron Gordon now. Um, right. and I think MBJ is better too than he was. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think even Jokic is better than yeah, he was. Yeah, true. And I think KCP and Bruce Brown is an upgrade welcome. as your twos over uh, Will Barton and Gary Harris. Um, I, I like this Denver team a lot. I've always liked this Denver team. Uh, I think Jokic also has like genuine ability to be the best player in any given series yes. he's in. Uh, I think he's kind of one of those players who it's 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 a bit tough to game plan against for his offense at least. Obviously defense, like we'll talk about that when we get to the bad for this team, but his offense, like what do you do? Like there's nothing. Yeah, also like we talked about Sabonis, but like other than that there's really not that many bigs that he has to worry about. It's Sabonis and AD and that's it. Yeah. And like I said, there I doubt they're they're gonna see AD. Yeah, I mean, they play Minnesota in the first round, then they might get he, he might have to deal with Cat, but I just don't think that team has enough else <laughs> yeah. to do much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, they're very, very talented. I think Michael Malone's a very, very good coach. Um, mm-hmm. And they have had a really good season leading up to the playoffs. And also, last time we saw Jamal Murray in the playoffs, he was dropping 30s on the regular. Uh, yeah, he was sick. Um, uh, the bad for this team is on the defensive end, Jokic is the easiest superstar in the league to exploit. He is a turnstile at the the position that you least want a dude to be a turnstile in that way. Uh, it, it, he's... I've seen the advanced metrics that are like, he's not actually that bad on defense. Some of them say he's the best defense. If you fucking watch... Watch Denver, bro. <laughs> I like, know. when we played Denver, Pirtle was eating yeah, up exactly. on the inside. And Pirtle is... Decent, mm-hmm. but he's not freaking Hakeem Olajuwon. With yeah, his exactly. Like, <laughs> and like, I I don't know. It's we'll, we'll see with this team. I I also think like you're hoping on a lot with Murray to recreate his last playoff right because and the regular season doesn't give you hope. No, not like it doesn't completely dissuade it either. He's okay. Um, no, he's good actually, but um, yeah. He, it's uh, unlikely he'll be that good again. Yeah, and and like Gordon is gonna have a lot on his plate <laughs> with either of Kawhi or Kevin Durant in the seen... second round. Oh, you mean defensively? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, like Gordon is just like we saw when he was the number one, the number two option on the team that he was just like really not 
it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, it'll be a lot better. But it's not even like Michael Porter helps that much. Michael Porter's just like a like a three and D almost kind of guy. Yeah, and like outside Bruce Brown on their on their bench too, it's like ugh. like Jeff Green does not give me a ton of faith yeah. in that in that bench. Reggie Jackson, I think, has definitely lost a step, and I think he's one of those guys where he just doesn't. The fit's a little bit weird. I think he needs the ball in his hands a little too much for this Denver team that has a lot of other really good players. Mm-hmm. You almost want to play him without Jokic on the floor, mm-hmm. but like you don't really want Jokic to be off the floor Ever. that much. <laughs> Because then you're going to be throwing out a lot of DeAndre Jordan. Because right. they seem to not want to go to Thomas Bryant that much. Right. Um, and DeAndre Jordan should not even be in the league, in my opinion. No. I mean, he hasn't been as bad as he was in Philly last year. But, like, I mean, he's done. He's a cheerleader at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it for Denver. Also, they're in that tough part of the bracket. We said it's tough for Phoenix to have to play them in the second round. It's equally as tough for Denver to have to play Phoenix in the second round. Neither of those teams... Those, that should really be the conference finals, and yeah. um, they're gonna face each other in the second round. Yeah, yeah, very, very tough. It's you, like one of those teams is gonna be very, very sad after the second round. Oh yeah, and it's probably gonna go. <laughs> it's seven. a disaster for either of those teams, and it's an inevitability that one of them will have to. Yeah, yeah. Well, like the Clippers or Phoenix, like yeah, the Clippers too. Like for either of those teams, like whichever of those teams loses in the, the first, first round, round is like a fucking five alarm fire. Exactly, that is terrifying. And whichever team of Denver or one of those two loses in the second round is a four alarm fire exactly. right after that one. <laughs> yeah, it is terrifying. Um, yeah, it's 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 gonna be fun in the last. I know like it'll be really really fun. But yeah, uh, that's about it for this podcast. We will be back with more stuff soon. Uh, yeah, how much time are we at now? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, we will not be able to uh, make this one podcast, unfortunately, because we still do have to give you our award picks. Uh, so we'll be, you guys will be hearing from us in a little bit. Bye.